saying tonight's message, a very practical one. Are you going to make it happen? Salutations and greetings. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, your friend in the Neville Sphere. Today's episode is called A Perfect Fit. A Perfect Fit. Or an alternate title can be Why We Are Beyond perfect. Why we are, as in you and me, are beyond perfect. Um, I'm going to talk about why most life coaches and gurus are so annoying, not just in the Neville sphere, but everywhere else. So there's something human nature about relatability. If you could relate to that guy or gal, chances are you're going to like them a lot more. Now, I've said this several times. I know I've said it in recent episodes and not so recent episodes. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. If you were to dissect any of my podcasts, they're full of grammatical errors, misspellings, misgivings, I pronounce words incorrectly. Ask me if I care. I don't give a rip. But here's the deal. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Perhaps that's why you keep coming back for more. Perhaps this is why you're going to start binge listening to the podcast if this is your first lesson. Perhaps this is why someone told you, hey, listen to this podcast. You might like it. Your friend in the Neville Sphere. If you're ever on Instagram, you can look for me, Neville Mind Tricks, and I have some things on there. I don't post as frequently as I used to. I did a joke one time somewhat recently about Life Coach Appreciation Days being February 29th through the 31st. Remedial class meets later tonight, if you missed that. So yeah, again, perfect. We don't relate to perfect. All right, and so I'm going to break down the best way to learn Neville and then break down how how this illusion of perfection kind of shies us away from these folks. Best way to learn Neville I've found is self-study, study with buddies, and steer clear of the algorithm. Steering clear of the algorithm probably being the best thing because they just feed you with more and more junk, G-I-G-O, for those that know and are familiar with that acronym. So you look at the different types of coaches out there. You got the miscellaneous coaches, Now, you got the bro science guys, you got the um, sex appeal, mostly female coaches and the kid coaches. So you got the bro science guys that are in pretty decent shape. They act perfect. 
They all have their master's degrees. Some have their PhDs at MSU making stuff up. Or if you want to be a little more spicy, making up. So they make stuff up like, oh, you're supposed to not drink water. You're supposed to drink 10 gallons of water a day. Don't drink 10 gallons of water a day. This isn't medical advice. But I remember and I've mentioned in previous podcasts, people like carrying around a big bottle. Even nowadays, every once in a while, you see a guy at the gym like this. And I mean, they're in pretty decent shape usually, but they have good genes. They don't really do anything different. Back in the day when I was a big had a lot of drinking buddies and would go out to the bar to watch sports and whatnot and hang out with these guys. And some of them would drink more and eat a lot more than me. And there were these big, buff, flat stomach guys. Not saying I'm not a big, fat, flat stomach guy, but just saying if they're going to look like that and that's how they consume food and alcohol, they didn't, they didn't really do anything to maintain that. They're just naturally gifted. They do whatever they want and they happen to look a certain way and trying to get credit for it. Which leads me to the next type of perfect coaches. You got the sex appeal coaches. You got these women who have been handed everything to them their whole lives just by virtue of the fact that they look a certain way. Based on what you think, they're probably going to hit a wall one day, come to a screeching halt. But until then, they're going to act as though they know everything because they get everything. But they don't get everything because of what they know. They get everything because of what they look like. And they, they have a way of turning back the odometer and trying to capture some of that youth and all the miles run, all the instances that they run through by putting on filters and 10 pounds of makeup and in a group setting you'll always have a white knight that'll stick up for them but they really don't know what the heck they're talking about for the most part and then you have the kid coaches my favorite my favorite kid coaches here you go kid coach millennial gen z's all right ageism i don't care i don't care people i know people were ageism ages towards me and my generation when the time was right, and rightfully so. The difference is we didn't have social media and all that to track all of our dumb, idiotic ideas and trying to pretend that we're better than everyone else and we figured everything out. So with millennials, Gen Zs, it's funny with them. They're always complaining about being being bored, being um, depressed, and... They all act perfect because in mass, they don't drink. But you know they drink because someone's drinking that seltzer water crap that you see everywhere if you go to any grocery store, gas station, or if you're in a state where you have a specific liquor store. Go in there. They sell all this crap. You don't see as many beer commercials because these idiots think they reinvented the best way to to drink alcohol, to have as little effect on them as possible. And then they're also the generation that started all these microbreweries. Um, how in the heck are you not drinking if there's like a thousand microbreweries? These are the people that drink IPAs and all this crap that tastes horrendous, in my humble opinion. But enough about alcohol. 
They also go to the gym 12, 15 hours a day. They're all perfect. They know the answer to everything. They all have side hustles. And they're overly opinionated, but too stupid to know what cognitive dissonance is or the fact that they're probably 99.9% brainwashed. Another thing that I find funny, I was um, eavesdropping on a conversation with these millennials, with these millennials were talking, and I've seen this online. They, there's this meme, and it's been going on forever, and basically it's like our parents or people in the 80s were able to make a decent wage and we're able to afford a house. We're able to afford housing. Sorry, I'm adjusting the heater. I know it's weird setting the heater in Arizona, but hopefully this is the last time I have to do that. But anyway, so it's like these people make a modest income. It's a one-income household, and they have a really nice 3,000-square-foot house, two cars, two-and-a-half kids, and that they could barely afford rent. That's what these millennials, Gen Zs complain about. Well, a couple things here. One, you keep voting for the idiots that drive up inflation and prices for everything. Two, if you're so perfect... If you have everything figured out, then why can't you figure this out instead of complaining about it, along with the depression and everything else, and the fact that drinking is bad for you or what have you. Oh, let me see. Vaping. These were the same people that were really into vaping. I don't know if you recall, there was a vaping thing on every corner, and all these people vaped, and they're like, oh, this is... Nothing. I could vape anywhere because this is just like putting cinnamon, cherry, lemon, gumdrop smoke into my lungs. But that's good for me. It doesn't affect me at all whatsoever. And then we know the rest of the story. So perfection. A perfect fit. Why we are beyond perfect we are beyond perfect because we have Neville in our lives we know that none of the stuff that I talked about matters in the grand scheme of things when we're as far as we are concerned but we know that if those things come up we do have the power to react accordingly to know that they're not perfect they just pretend they are to cover up the fact that they're probably not. But then again, that's fine, because no one is. Feel free to share your thoughts. I haven't gone on a good old-fashioned rant like that for a while, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, NevilleMindTricks at gmail.com if interested, if want to do a text exchange, if you like texting. I'm not promising anything, but normally I try, I charge $750 a text. But in your case, I will make the exception. 
nevillemindtricks at gmail.com. Put your name slash telephone number if you're one of those international persons. I don't do the WhatsApp thing, but maybe you might change my mind. Sell me on it. I know you're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but give it a shot. And until we hear again, dream better than the best, you know?